Welcome to The Best A Man Can Get, and today's guest is just that, not only getting there, but rearranging the furniture, lighting it correctly, and sending back pictures to show us all how it's done. Born upside down in a place called Australia, he is a self-taught photographer, filmmaker, educator, and author of a dictionary. Get your cameras ready for the one and only multi-talented creator that is Lucas. Jeez, that was bloody awesome. Oh. <laughs> I, never, I never had someone introduce me like that before. That's awesome. Oh, you're Thanks, James. Welcome. That's all right. Thank you for joining me today. No um, worries. And uh, what sunny climbs are you currently in or what places that you're at? Right now, I'm not in any Western country. I'm in a place called Montenegro, which is, if they don't know, it's across the water from Italy. Yeah. It's basically the place. My wife is Russian. This is the place where all the Russians go for holidays, basically. Oh. And, um, you know, yeah, during this interesting year, I'm mid. Uh, I got to renew because I'm Australian, but I've been in the UK for the last two years. Right now, in the midst of all the, I don't know, the Corona stuff, I have to go back and renew my visa. So mm. I'm doing a layover in this country, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sort of in a little mini holiday right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that... Good time to talk to you. Yes. Well, talking about Australia, uh, here's an opening mm. question for you. Um, mm. In the UK, we have the opinion about Australians or the land of Oz that uh, it's full of dangerous creatures. Everything's trying to kill you. Oh, my God. Everyone freaking says that. <laughs> but in the UK, yeah. what yeah. is an Australian scared of? Probably, probably those things they, they, they serve in those, in those uh, breakfast places. What is it? What's that thing? Breakfast? Black pudding? I never saw that thing before. Like it's blood. You're literally eating blood. Yeah. I never tried that scabs. until I came to the UK. Yeah, I love a bit of scab on my plate. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing I can think of. I don't um, know. Like I've yeah, the UK. Wild wild creatures? Well, there's foxes all over the UK. That's what <laughs> that 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 was different. Like well, you're in on the, the city. No, I guess not. But all through the neighborhoods and everything, that was something different I'd never seen before. Oh. Foxes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You want, have you heard foxes mating? I don't know. I've heard certain sounds. I don't know what it is. At oh, yeah. You normally hear okay. about 3 a.m. Uh, urban areas, you'll hear this weird yelping noise. Uh, apparently foxes oh. get stuck to each other and it's quite painful is... to separate. Oh, is that, so, yeah. is that what that is? Okay. Yes. Great. All right. Then. So uh, where would I start with your profound life? I came across you many years ago. Uh, you were very exuberant down in the land down under. And oh, yeah. you posted a few photographs. And what struck me about your ability as a photographer is that you took photographs of what most Homo sapiens would consider normal or boring subject matter, and it yeah. became interesting to view, like sand. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was a picture of your brother or something on a, on a dune or something like that. Oh, yeah, yes. I think another one when you're talking about. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yes, cousin, sorry. Um, and also pictures of the sea. And basically, I find it, it's an interesting thing because I, I sell cameras for a living on the, on the sort of side. And if you, can oh, photograph, right. if you can photograph a basic substance and make it interesting, you must have a skill. It's a bit like, <laughs> you know, when you go to a restaurant and you have a salad, if yeah. it's a great salad and it excites you, that's a really good chef. Whereas... Uh, anyone could do a burger you know you've got to be a really crap chef to ruin a burger but a salad if you can make that exciting that's just like wow this is a good chef and that's why i, I see in photography oh i haven't thought about that but actually you remind me my, like when i was a kid um before i was doing photography i used to write write stories and these sorts of things and i remember my mum complimented me once and she said she said luke 
you I remember you wrote the story once and it was about a tree. It was about a tree and it was the most interesting tree I'd ever heard anyone describe. And I'm like, oh, thanks, mum. But th- that's it's that's interesting. Yeah, I, I started out with photography, photographing products, and yeah. a product is literally like it's a dead object. It's not alive. It's got no real interest to it. So you've got to create the interest using light and stuff. You know, yeah. photography is light writing. You're writing with light. So you gotta you gotta you gotta learn these little skills and techniques so that you can make essentially I don't know a piece of plastic that someone's trying to sell. You gotta make that look amazing so that, so it's kind of like yeah you got to learn some skills to be able to do that absolutely yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point you make i guess yeah that's cool cool uh, have you ever had a great salad <laughs> caesar salad's pretty good oh, yeah. um i've been to russia a few times because my wife's obviously russian they have some strange salads i've never tried before <laughs> and they were actually very good like i was very surprised i've never seen things like that before but yeah i mean in western society Caesar salad is, I mean, that's not even a, a Western salad, but that's, that would be my favorite. Yeah. I was out, I went to um, Saudi Arabia once where my dad used to work and I was introduced oh. to the thing that is called beef tomatoes. What Bloody hell. hell. It's, it's just what a huge heck? tomato. You have to cut it with pretty much a cleaver and it is gorgeous. It's just so much better than a regular tomato or tomato for those on the beef other side. Beef tomato. Yes. B-E-E-F. Yeah. Okay. It's fantastic. Yeah. I was, no, don't see them very often, but uh, there you go. Obviously, don't go all the way to Saudi Arabia, just have a tomato. Maybe go there for oh, Hajj sounds, or something. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Good. So what age did you begin sort of becoming aware of the fact of capturing things and finding a beauty in something that most others would not see? I really don't know when it like started, but um, I don't know, like when I was really young, it was like, you know, I wanted to create things when I was when I was a kid and I didn't have anything to do with photography or filmmaking yet. It was just like stories. Like I read a few books and I was just like, oh, that's cool how that can describe shit like that. So I just started writing <laughs> stories and I had a knack for that. And it was like, blah, blah, blah. That's what I first had like as a creative outlet. And then, and then what actually like fired my passion for visual creativity was when I was 10 years old and um, I watched the film for the first time, Saving Private Ryan. Oh. And my mum was like, oh, to my father. She's like, oh, don't let him watch that. And dad's like, oh, it's fine. It's, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, so we watched this incredibly violent film. But at the same time, it was so emotionally moving. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. It's just like, there was just this, I was so fascinated by the fact that, you know, Steven Spielberg, he, and of course he's an amazing director, but it's just like the fact that you could watch moving images on a screen and it's telling the story and it's so there's some kind of magical combination of visuals and the sound and the the images and the people and the actors and it just it gives you these feelings that you know i i, I thought it was amazing it is like you can kind of like you can capture that and then anyone at any time years later can replay that and experience those same feelings mm. and i'm like wow you know and of course books do the same thing except if someone doesn't want to read and wants to it's another way of communicating things but it's just just the power it has to affect someone uh make them feel certain things and it's just like i want to learn how to do that yeah and that's what triggered me at that point um because up until that point because i was just like a kid all i had was a computer so i was just like writing that was the thing but then it's like oh you know okay good 
you know, the world sort of becoming more visual, you know, me as a bad student, it's like, I don't want to read too many books in my life. You know, that would, that would suck, but, but watching a <laughs> film is easy. Yeah. So, Hey, Hey, so, you know, I want to learn how to communicate things to other people visually through this stuff. And, and it's like, but at the same time, I was a really bad student. I hated school. I mean, school was fine up until the latest years of high school. It was, it was very interesting. It was like in Australia, we have, uh, I don't know what you say in the UK, but in Australia, we have basically high school starts in what, in year seven, and then it goes until year 12. In the first three years of high school, I was like a grade A student. Mm-hmm. And then the last two years, something changed. And I was just like, didn't give a shit about it anymore. Oh, and I was just like, I made a decision at that point on, no, I'm never going to listen. It's terribly ironic because right now I've become like a teacher and now I'm yeah. teaching other people. But it's like at that point, it's like, no, no one teach me. I don't want to learn. I'm sick of this. I'm not going to sit in a classroom or do a course ever again, this sort of a thing. But at the same time, it was conflicting because it's like, I needed to learn how to do this. I needed to learn how to take photos and make films that had this, this impact. So that was like the driving thing behind me. Yeah. Behind, you know, doing it. And, and then it was so, it was like, well, I didn't want to take another course, but I had to learn. So I basically taught myself. And it was just, just two things. It was just observation and practice. I would observe, you know, the finished products. Uh, you know, I would watch films. I would look at photographers' work. I would just like, I would listen, you know, I would watch videos about other photographers and how they did it. And then I would try it myself. And, you know, like I had no money or whatever, but it's like, you know, I would eventually save money. I would buy a piece of equipment. I would practice with it. You know, I'd get my friends in the neighborhood around, oh, let's just make this movie, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I learned by doing it. And it, you know, it took like a good solid 10 years before I was okay at it. And then when I was 21, I had, I, when I was 21, I decided one day out of the blue, I was working. I, I, in earlier years, I'd worked uh, just like a part-time job for my parents' business. And then I worked a part-time job for another friend's business. And those are the only two actual jobs I've ever done in my life. Because one day when I was 21, I then decided, you know, I have a problem being controlled and told what to do. I have to run my own life. <laughs> and so I have to start my own business at this point. So literally yeah. I made a decision one day and it was, you know, sort of a, you could call it a very stupid decision, but I was like, at the same time, I was very much like, no, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die on my terms. So I have to, so the very next day, I just decided all the money I make from this point forward is going to be from me taking photos and making videos. And the very next day, and from that day when I was 21 until present time, right this second, I've done nothing else but work for myself mm-hmm. uh, as a freelance photographer and video, videographer. And the thing is, I wasn't a professional when I first started. I was still, compared to today, it was like I was still pretty shit at taking <laughs> photos and making videos and stuff like this. But I just, I just had such a desire. I'm going to control my own life. I'm going to make, you know, it's like, like, I don't really want to make money. I'm not interested in money. I'm interested in creating like art and cool things that have an effect on people. 
but I understand that I need to eat and I need to pay rent and all these other ridiculous things that, you know, society mm. says you should do. Which comes but, first um, out of that though, by the way, if, if you, is the decision to make the art the thing which made you the money or was there a decision, I've got to make money, the art? I personally find when people make the intention to do the thing they like, that takes care of everything else. Was that a truism for you? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I know, yeah, my, my motivation's never been money. Mm. In fact, in fact, I've secretly, you know, it's not so bad these days, but earlier I was just like, I was against money. I didn't want money. If I had <laughs> money, I just, I would just throw it away. Like I needed money. I understood I needed money because I, I, I really wanted that new camera and stuff like this and pay my bills and stuff like this. But money was never a motivation for me. It was just like, okay, well, I have to have this freaking money. So what's the most interesting and enjoyable way I can make money? And that is by aligning it to mm. the passion that I have. So the passion came first and it's just like, okay, well, yeah, I have to live a human life. So I'm just going to follow this passion and I'm going to use that also as my schooling to, to keep training myself and getting better at this because it's yeah. like it's going to give me the necessity if if i have to walk to a job that someone is paying me to do and i have to get them a certain result that they want and um it's like i can't let them down even if i don't know how to do it mm -hmm. so that gave me the necessity to actually get better at it you know so 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 striking out on my own and running my own business at that 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 point you know like I don't necessarily recommend this to everybody, but it's kind of like if you have the guts and it's kind of like you can't sit still like I, like I can't and you have to do something crazy and, and unusual, it's like that's that, you know, it gives you an, a rush, Definitely. you know, to just, you know, but it, at the same time, it gives you full control over your own life. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, if, if I have like, if I'm comfortable too long, I get, you know, the only times in my life when I'm really like, when I don't feel happy, is when, you know, I'm not continuing or I've lost sight of some goal that, that I'm very passionate about, you know? Yeah. Even, even these days, the only time when I feel down, it's when I've forgotten, you know, the direction that, that, that I'm meant to be going in or I got distracted on something else or I thought something else was more important and then I focus on that and then, you know, a few days or weeks later or whatever. Or even if I'm just on holiday right now, I've been here for, for a few days and the first two days I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so extroverted walking around, look at this new place. And by the third day, I'm just like, oh, I want to die because I just need to <laughs> create something new and I'm trying to come up with these new challenges for myself right now, ah. you know, but it's kind of like, you know, well, that's life. You got to keep going. You got to keep. Yeah. I think you should take up, uh, if you, you've got a bit of downtime, your real estate tour of the uh, downtrodden property by a railway line in Montenegro. <laughs> I don't know. So oh, you, there's uh, plenty more of them to see. <laughs> yeah, like million dollar listings, but Montenegro style. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. You're right. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went for a walk today, and there's there's just so many. I mean, I love this place. It's no, I love. I've, I don't know. I, I like exploring and adventuring in these places because, in like you know, in Western countries or first world countries, you know, you don't find so many abandoned cool places. Here, mm. you can just like walk next door, and you got something cool that no one goes to anymore, and they yeah. don't really care about it and it's not particularly vandalized or anything like that. And it's great to just explore. You feel like you're in some lost world or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun to just make stupid videos about it. Yeah. Excellent. 
Now, yeah. you've accumulated a lot of footage through your time of photographs. Do you have it oh, archived yeah. and backed up somewhere, or is it just sort of shot, show, delete? That's very timely that you asked me. I literally just, a few days ago while I was here, I took the time and I just made sure everything was backed up. I had to combine five different hard drives into one. Whoa. And yeah, no, I've got a complete record. I've kept a complete record of every, almost every single job I've done uh since i was 21 because it's kind of like you know i don't know you know uh and not only my work but all my writing i've got stuff on there that i keep i just keep for record's sake even when i was a kid just stuff i wrote little short stories blah 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 like right now it's kind of like on a whim i might just throw it away but it's kind of like i know 10 years later i might have some reason to look back on that stuff yeah i always keep a record and with my professional website it's kind of like i constantly add to that you know, if I do a new job and I just get one or two shots from that, that I think, oh, that really, I really like that. I add that because you constantly build your portfolio and just like you have more things to show and more variety. And it's kind of like just a record of, you know, I, I can look back at some of the earliest photos I've taken and it's kind of like I can see how far I've come. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I definitely keep an archive of everything. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thing on the subject of photography because if you do take photographs, you can look back at your work. Whereas I sympathize and empathize with a chef or a cook who's made a beautiful cake and then yeah. it goes out the door, everyone eats it and it's gone. There's no record of that. That's cake. true. It's just true. gone. It I should have a, it should have a photo at least or some, some, something taken of it. That would be good. Yeah. I, I couldn't be a chef because if you've made something really good, I wouldn't want anyone to eat it. It'd be like, leave it alone, <laughs> put it in the yeah. cupboard. <laughs> I want to look at that exactly. next year. <laughs> Sniff it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Like different, different areas it's kind of like you don't really get to hold on to what you've created like live yeah. stage i used to do like shows oh yeah stuff. that i was gutted because i never got to see my own show ah yeah that's one thing it's kind of like theater and everything it's interesting me me coming from australia like in in the big cities yeah there's a there's a theater presence mm. although i regret to say i've never i think i went to one i think i've been to one the theatrical performance in my entire life Wow. And when I came to London, that's when I discovered that theatre was a big thing. And yeah. all the actors who I've worked with in, in the UK, almost all of them started in theatre. And it's kind of like, it's massive in UK. I had no idea. I had no idea. But uh, in Australia, of course, there is a theatre scene, but it's mostly TV and film and stuff like that. Oh, I thought everyone and... had to start in Neighbours or uh, Prisoner Cell Block H. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's bloody neighbors and home and away and these sorts of things in Australia. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. a backdoor to Hollywood, isn't it, for most people now? Everyone, right, you've done neighbors, yeah, yeah. get you an A list film now, well done. That's right. That's a good point. A lot of Australian actors sat out in these little shows. I don't know. It's interesting, but, but people think that, hey, I'm a filmmaker. I must know all these films and all these actors. And actually, it's only been the last year that I've had to actually catch up and watch lots of films it's kind of like it's kind of like someone comes to me and says you know my, my 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 music knowledge is actually very bad as well someone says oh you know you know this film by bob yeah sorry this this music track by bob dylan i'm like bob who you know who is people <laughs> like seriously i'm sorry yeah. and you know it's kind of like i have to pretend sometimes no i don't really pretend but it's like i just have to go through the same shit because someone would say oh you, you know bloody blah, blah and i'm like gee i wish but i had my head like, under a rock. 
it's like a conversation I have with my daughter every time. You know, blah blah, and black pink and thing. Like, no, I've never heard of them. You you have? No, I haven't. But yeah, we have these debates. Wow. Yeah. So in the last year, you say because it's been quite a sort of a tumultuous year for many a person, but also yeah. a prosperous year for some people. Yeah. How? What has been the biggest change in your universe over the last year, either reflectively or transitionally? What, what would you say as a big change? Um... It's very interesting. It's very, it's very interesting because actually 2020 for me was actually business-wise was actually my most successful year in the mm. last 10 years. I don't know how that happened, but it was yeah. what the, the most successful. I don't know exactly what, what caused that. It was kind of like, well, at the start of 2020, before the shit went down, I kind of decided that, hey, 2020 is going to be a good year for me. I'm going to just like... The successful action, honestly, for me... Yeah. Is just help people. Like, because was that your decision? Uh, it was like, like I guess you could definitely say it was one of my decisions. Yeah, okay. but it was like I went into 2020. It was just like, hey, you know, after 10 years of of taking photos and making films, I'm pretty damn good at it. You know, I can I can validate myself on that point. Okay, you know, mm -hmm. no no ego, but it's just like I'm pretty damn good at it. Yeah, yeah, all right, good. Now, now. <sighs> I don't know why, but it's like, it's like, what's the point I'm trying to make here? It's like, okay, I went in 2020, 2020 and it's just like, I want to help people and I love taking photos and I love making videos. So, you know, and, and, and when I see someone who's an artist and who is, you know, sort of starting out or, you know, they just need some help, I look at them and I can see myself at that point when I was, you know, at that point earlier. And it's kind of like, you know, I want to help these people. And it was kind of like in 2020, at the start of it, I just decided, hey, I'm just going to help a lot of fucking people. As you know, I don't care about so much about the money, but I know that if I just help a lot of people, that means I'm going to meet a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That means I'm going to make a lot of people's lives better. That also means in a roundabout way, they are going to talk to other people about me and say, hey, how amazing is Luke? Even though this is not my initial intention, it's kind of like a natural uh, result of helping people is they promote you to others. They think you're awesome. They, you know, if they need something else in the future, they come back to you. And I went into 2020 and I was just like, dude, you know, I'm not particularly out to make a lot of money, um, but it makes me feel good. Like I did in the past, I've done a lot of other voluntary work, you know, cause I like to help people in other different ways, but it's just like, Hey, I get a real kick out of taking photos and making people look cool. I get a kick out of making videos. And it's just like, I've got this awesome skill and I want to share it with people and I want to use it to meet people. So the first two, three months of 2020 before the shit went down and everything stopped, I was, I just started with that, with that, uh, with that viewpoint. Like I'm just going to help people. I have, I'm not a millionaire. I don't have all the money in the world, but I have enough money. I can easily survive. But it's just like, that was just my successful action, if you will, for 2020. I just help people, even if they couldn't pay me anything, I helped them anyway, if I thought they were worth it. You know, I see someone, I think, dude, you got some talent, you know? I, you know, I wanna have a, you know, I wanna have, uh, you know, like a professional relationship with you. I wanna know you, I wanna, I, I think you could go places. So I'm going to help you at this point. And then who knows, maybe even if you, even if I make no money out of it or something like that, I have that, that connection. I have that relationship with that person. They respect me, they know who I am. You know, they know that I'm the guy to go to because I'm nice and I get a good result, blah, 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 blah. 
And that's quickly escalated throughout the year. So then by the middle of the year, when shit was seriously stopping, I had so much shit going on just because I had so many connections that I'd made and people were just referring me like crazy. And so I didn't have a period where I ran out of work or this sort of a thing. And, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the, the thing. It's like, and I had so much freaking fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, hey, I'm having fun. I'm helping people. You know, I'm growing my connections, my communication lines. It's, it, it generates an automatic referral service for myself because everybody who I help talks to their friends about me. It's like a win-win situation. Yeah. And then later in the year, it was kind of like I was getting bigger jobs. I was making some money and I never struggled once. And I had a hell of a time, like had a lot of fun. And it was like, you know, obviously, yeah, it wasn't a great year overall for the human race. But for me, it, it was it was fine. And it's still continuing like this into 2021. It's just like, hey, that works, you know. I'm still not a millionaire, but I'm happy. And, and it's like my goal right now. It's like, it's interesting you're asking me the questions because now I'm like looking at these things and I was like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's freaking true, Luke. Anyway, I, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, like I spent a long time. Oh, if I just talk about education for one second, I'm yeah. not dissing education. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. In fact, now, 10 years later, after self-teaching myself photography and filmmaking it's kind of like i wish i wish i'd learned certain things by attending a class or whatever and these sorts of things but it's kind of like i spent those 10 years practicing practicing getting the good getting good i have this ability now this this skill which i can use to help and i enjoy like hell doing it and now at this point in my life as in it started about 2019 or 2020 roughly about the time when i first came to the uk it's just kind of like now at this point in my life, it's like, I know how to do it. Now, for the next 10 years of my life, it's basically like, I've got to meet a lot of people and use this skill to then help a lot of people. It's kind of like, I have the ability, now let's fucking use it. And so let's find these people, let's create these communication lines. And it's kind of like, you know, that's, that's the stage of my career that I'm at right now. It's just kind of like meet as many people as possible, help as many people who are, who are worth helping. Um, and create those relationships and it's kind of like then you meet more people and then you slowly sort of you know move up and it's kind of like you know you, you you and you can just see that okay with that would come you know bigger clients more money this sort of thing into the future and it's kind of like my ideal scene is basically yeah like you know like my ideal scene in the future would be like i want to be doing you know, what like Steven Spielberg does, you know, I want to be making these big ass films that are seen by millions of people to have a particular effect on these people. Um, that's going to, I don't know, it could be many things because there are so many different films with different genres and, mm. you know, there's so many different emotions. It's kind of like, you know, I want to express certain ideas, make people feel things, this sort of a thing, but it's kind of like, I'd like to just, you know, broadcast, messages or my ideas or my opinions about things to a lot of people and do it in a beautiful uh, medium. Yeah. And that's sort of like, you know, where I'm intending to continue into the future. Got you. So is educating and helping others a way of scaling up for a one man show, as it were, because like myself, I'm, I'm a one man business. I could scale up in one way by employing others, but 
I suppose what you're doing is you're creating replications of yourself by training others. Is that you scaling up? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Actually, before, <clears throat> um, in earlier years, yeah, like with, with my business, um, you know, other people around me, they're like, okay, good. So as a photographer, all right, well, the, the next step, it's kind of like, well, okay, good. You have a studio, you employ staff, these sorts of things. I don't know. That didn't really work for me. I maintained a one-man band also for the purpose that I wanted to be mobile. I wanted to be able to go to different countries because I, I really like traveling and seeing new things and stuff like that. Mm. So I've deliberately kept it to a one-man band. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, yeah, if you scale it up and you have a business, you have more staff, you can increase the production, you can obviously make more money and stuff like that, um, even though you'll have more expenses at the same time. But also you're kind of stuck in one place if you, you know, if I have a business with a property, blah, 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 that's stuck. I can't take that with me. But if I remain like this one man band and photography wise, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I'd like to be, you know, some kind of cool photographer who can go around and I don't know, photograph celebrities or some cool shit like that. That would be cool. But it's kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, I can see that, you know, that that would be another ideal scene with photography wise. Good. You can make some big bucks from that. You can, again, make new connections. You can meet cool, important people, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, you help them by showing them in a beautiful visual visual form that that you know says good things about them. Um, yes. Uh, what was your question again? About the scaling up, I, I I just see the question like there's two ways you can go to scale up. You can either employ and grow a big thing, but then you mm. I think as an artist you disappear within it. But scaling up is a bit like I suppose as you're teaching others, you're creating mini use not not literally um but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're, that's your way of scaling up lucas is expanding across the universe by that's others. yeah that's true that's true and actually that was quite timely too because at the end of 2019 that's when i first got the idea that hey i want to create a photography course um and i thought you know yeah like scaling up in that way it's kind of like you can, can create a new uh, income channel you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, oh, I'd like to make a bit. And, I, and it's kind of looking back now, I'm fucking glad I made that decision because after 2020, it's kind of <laughs> like, you oh, you know, it's kind of, yeah, because it's kind of like, you know, I could still sell online courses and get a, another avenue, you know, if there were other areas that weren't, there wasn't as much work happening. It's kind of like, yeah, there's another income stream. Yeah. So on the subject you're saying about of your business or, or your, your training others. Yeah. Something you mentioned recently, I asked you about how did you decide the price? And you said, what you would pay for your service. Now, for myself and many others, I, I find I undervalue myself. Mm. Do you have any technique or any, any method as to gauge what your true worth is? Mm. That's a good point because actually what you say about undervaluing yourself, I undervalue myself a lot yeah. too. <laughs> and usually, usually, you know, it's like I... I don't know. I focus. I, I try to focus on giving really good service. Price-wise, it's kind of like I want them to be able to afford me, so that I can actually have the opportunity to help them. So yeah, it's kind of like there are other photographers I know who, you know, frankly, our our quality of work is the same, but they charge a lot more and they they you know these sorts of things. And it's kind of like, well, it's probably a weak point on my part, business-wise, not charging more. But of course, if I have a client who I know can afford it, yes, I and I can see that it's kind of like yes, you charge, you know. A good premium on that but also you make sure you deliver a damn good service to to match that as as, as exchange yeah um but price-wise uh well the course it was kind of like 
course. Okay, so I did a little bit of research. I actually didn't do too much research because I was just kind of like, let's just wing it and see what happens. Yeah. But 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 I know I know online like courses information is a very popular thing on the internet. Everyone wants to learn things. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, oh yeah. So I have this YouTube channel, yeah, and it's kind of like that's doing kind of good, and and so that's like free education. Yeah. That, that I do. And there's like free stuff I, I chuck on there. But then it was kind of like, I wanted to do a paid course, which, which encompasses everything. Like the, I did a few just one-off tutorials on my YouTube channel, but I wanted to do like a complete course, which, oh, there's, there's like three different um, subjects I want to talk about right this second. I was deciding which one to talk about first, but price-wise, let's stick with that one. It's kind of like I, I researched, I saw there, you know, there are little cheapy courses that many websites offer, and it's kind of like fifty bucks, fifty pounds, something like that. And it's kind of like there's hundreds of these and whatever. And it's kind of like I I looked briefly at you know the stats of this, and it's kind of like yeah, you can get a lot of people, but I'm just kind of like for the amount of it's like there's a lot of effort to create a course. It's just like someone paying me fifty dollars for that. It's like mm. honestly, if I put them in my shoes, if I reversed it, it was kind of like that's kind of shit, yeah. you know, like like dude, like you owe me more money for the amount of work that I've put into this damn thing. And then at the other end of the scale, I know that because uh, in the past, just from observation, because I've worked for in many different industries with photography and video, I've worked and I've worked done jobs for clients in real estate and finance and all these big areas. And I'm like, how much do they charge for courses? It's like in the thousands, you know, for a course. And, yeah. and I'm like, you know, okay, good. That's probably a bit too much, but I was kind of like, well, let's just go sort of mid-range. And it's kind of like, well, what would I be happy? The, the other reason why I charge what I do is because I actually, I realized another, another thing. It's kind of like when I made this course, I'm actually serious that I want to, I want people to pay attention to it and, and actually listen to what I'm saying in the course. So literally it's kind of like, well, put your money where your mouth is it's like if someone invests, you know, it's like if someone pays like 500 bucks for a yeah. course, they're going to fucking listen to it because they want they want to get their exchange for that course. Whereas if you if I put because I considered putting the whole course on my YouTube channel for, for free and it's kind of like, well, I could do that. And yes, lots of people would look at it and blah, 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 blah. But it's kind of like the course has an end result where someone can actually have all the skills that I'm passing on to them. And it's kind of like I want them to actually take it seriously. And sometimes if you give something to someone for free, they don't, they don't appreciate it. Totally it's, like, it's like, how many books at Christmas are given out and no one reads them? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like you've, there's, you feel there's no value in it because you're just getting it. And then it's kind of like, well, there's no necessity to actually do it. But it's kind of like, hey, man, I'm literally taking something from your wallet right now. If you want yeah. something back, you, you look at the videos, you, you listen, because I'm going to give you something that's worth that much. Absolutely. This sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, and that, yeah. And then at the same time, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a, another income avenue sort of a thing. And that helps me too. And then I can keep doing it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, in your world of uh, training and meeting people, because um, mm. the mainstay or the starting point of my audience is sort of the middle-aged male or middle-aged man, et cetera. Yes. Um, as in human, that could be. Um, mm. Where, where are you seeing people crumble at the midlife crisis, the apex of their life where they realize that death is closer than birth and that um, they need to get a ship move on and get the right direction? Because I myself, I became overwhelmed and pressurized by the fact that I want to do so many things, mostly creative, but yeah. I'm now aware that I'm running out of time. 
and I've got to make the right choice because if I make the wrong choice, I've wasted time and I can't afford to waste really? that. So where do you see people crumble at that point in life? Really? That's interesting to say that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd see it totally differently. It's kind of like, I think, I think someone could basically live for as long as they have a strong interest in, in doing something that they feel is worthwhile. Yeah. It's like, like, like for you, like you say, okay, good. You got many avenues that you could, that's an interesting point you make. Okay. Okay. You got many choices. You don't want to make the wrong one because you feel like you got limited years left and then it would be a waste of time. I don't know. I wouldn't, if, I don't know if it's a good point. If I put myself, I don't know, 50 years into the future right now, it's kind of like, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it that way. I just see, cause literally, literally I know from my own experience in the past, it's like, it doesn't matter how old I am. If I lose sight of something that I find interesting and worthwhile, I'll fucking die six months from now. I won't live. I won't live fifty years. I won't last that long if I don't have an wow. interest that I'm doing. Seriously. Okay. Seriously. It's like, like, like earlier in my life, you know, I went through the phase of, you know, oh, you know, there's different. I don't know stresses, anxieties, little little stupid things or whatever that, you know, plagued me and stuff like that. Those things are, you know, I've resolved a lot of that these days, but the main, the only thing that could stop me is like losing track of what, you know, my purpose or my direction is. Cause I know like literally like I've never done drugs. I've never like, you know, done crazy shit that you see in the movies. I I've, I've lived a very sweet, perfect, basically life, these sorts of things, but it's kind of like, you know, I could see that that if I if I had another direction where where it's like I didn't feel there was something to live for that was worthwhile, it's like yeah, you could seriously like I could seriously like fuck up, fuck myself up with with doing all these things just because I've lost track track of what the real reason is that I'm meant to be alive. Mm. And it's kind of like yeah, I don't know, like like you you and I, I think we just have different viewpoints on that, but it's kind of like for me, like literally like. And I don't know if this is good or bad, but it's kind of like, you know, I, I live, you know, I didn't have an enormous vision of my future, like, you know, 15 years from now, it's kind of like, you know, I like sort of work for the next six months or something like that. But I know that if I lose track of something for even a few days or a week, I'll feel down. And it's kind of like, well, it's kind of like, dude, I don't want to live until I'm 50. If I'm going to feel like that until I'm 50, it's mm. like, it's like, I want my life to be interesting. I want it to be, you know, you know, wild. I don't know. That, that's, that's just the kind of person I, I, I think I am. Like, I can't sit still, you know, n not in like a, I'm, I'm crazy ADHD. I don't know, something like this, but it's just kind of like, I want some excitement. I want to do something fun, something cre creative. It's got to keep moving this sort of a thing. Even if I get too comfortable, it's kind of like I get a bunch of money in and suddenly, oh, well, I don't really need to do anything now. Two days later, oh, what a freaking die. You know, and, and and in the past, actually, I get a, I don't know. Like, and you see these films, like people are just like, they throw it all away. Like, I do that. I've, 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 you know, I'm in this place right now where it's kind of like, you know, I'm just on holiday. When I left the UK, I threw a bunch of shit away. I just threw things away. I feel like I can easily start again at any point. It's kind of like I have a bag with my camera in it. I have another suitcase with some clothes. 
and a few precious things, precious being like a passport that I really need. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. For me, that's exciting. That's exciting. But does not, that, is that philosophy yeah. of yours what's probably a successful action is, is your ability to waste, whereas many oh, yeah. a human being can't make progress because they won't waste. They won't create that vacuum to pull something in. It's... You're unable, you're unable to move on like me. I've got a whole load of mess. I want to get rid of it, all this sort of messy stuff, but I'm stuck with it. Whereas if I didn't have it, I'd probably be a lot better off. That's that. That's a personal choice. I won't say that's good or bad, but for me, it's like, yeah, actually, actually, I've lived, I've, I've lived an early, uh, an interesting earlier life. It's like, um, I feel like I've, I've been through a middle-aged sort of lifestyle already because actually um, I had a marriage an earlier marriage for seven years. I got married when I was 21. Wow. And I, I, I went through this whole, this, I, I had all this middle age experience where it was kind of like, you know, I was working, I lived in these houses, I rented these houses. I lived in five different houses, all very good houses, very flash. I had a car. I had all these things I could not afford actually. <laughs> and I ended up losing them all in the end just because I couldn't afford them. <laughs> but I was trying to maintain that sort of, viewpoints of all oh, that that uh you know that appearance of hey i'm successful i have yeah. all these things look at my house look at my car you know i won't say what how much money is in my bank account but just look at the car and the house <laughs> and how beautiful it all is that yeah. sort of a thing but it's kind of like um i don't know it's it's like it's just a personal thing with me it's kind of like i i enjoy things when i don't have so much just just because i like the freedom I like yeah. the mobility. I don't like to be tied down by so many things. Other people are totally different and that's not good or bad. Mm. It's kind of like some people like having lots of properties and blah, blah, blah. And of yeah. course, sometimes I think, yeah, it'd be great to have a house here you could always go to. And, you know, I don't know. Everyone's different. They have a different viewpoint. And I don't know. Mm. Artists, I especially in whatever, can have more zany viewpoints, I guess, than someone who just likes to be, I don't know, a banker or something. Sorry, go I've, I've had a weird shift in regards to well, it's been a struggle for me just on the basic things like in the modern day and age, Audible, for example, getting mm. books on mm. your phone. Mm. I feel somewhat disappointed and incomplete that I've paid for something that doesn't really exist. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, like, see, I still don't I cannot I cannot have it that people will buy downloads of music and it doesn't exist. There's no yeah. tangible thing. Whereas that's right. DVDs, I've I've. As a reward to myself, if I have a week that's up start, I'll buy a little for a DVD. It's only second hand, yeah. two quid, whatever. That's my big have. So yeah. I've got masses of DVDs building up. I'm comfortable with that, even though it does take up some space. I yeah, do like good. that. But it's I couldn't good. have it if someone says, right, you're going to put all those films on a laptop. Right. I think I'd have a breakdown. I, I don't think I could deal with that. <laughs> but it, yeah. should be the, it should be the way I should be working, really. Audible, I've got used to now because I'm glad because if I didn't have Audible, I probably would never have finished the books. Um, oh, the, wow. fact, okay. the fact that someone's talking and there, it's like, it keeps my interest where I can do other things, be slightly distracted, as opposed to okay. sitting there reading, feeling guilty and thinking, I'm wasting time, I should be producing, I shouldn't be reading. Oh, um, I see, gotcha. But yeah, that, that's, it's interesting that you can travel light, whereas, and oddly enough, when I go away, that's the one thing I love. I want to travel light. I don't like the idea of suitcases and stuff. I like to have a bag and just go. But in regards yeah. to living, clutter galore. <laughs> just, it's just a, a terrible yeah, mess. Yeah. No problem. No, no, no. That's, wow. Um, looking at the things going forward then, because you work on a six-month 
planning forward. Mm. Um, when you, it seems to me that what you state or your your missions are based on a fundamental decision of, and that fundamental decision just drives everything else. Mm. Is that how would you? I'm trying. How do I phrase this for for everyday folk to duplicate? Mm. What is your methodology? Do you think? in regards to making a decision and then that decision sticks because clearly you've made decisions and they stick whereas many other people can make a decision and it unsticks or in my case i can make a decision but unwittingly i've probably made a counter uh, decision that will smash it how do you make a, a decision stick i think uh i think what it is it's kind of like you have a decision for me, like I have a decision. I just make, yeah. The thing that's gotten me this far is just the fact that I've aligned the decisions with what something that naturally inherently excites me. Mm. It's like, the, it's like, I didn't, I don't want to get a job. I don't want to make money. I don't want to do this bullshit. Okay. But let's align it with taking photos for people, making videos for people. I love that. So let's align the two. Yeah. Then I have some actual purpose and some drive to do it. I think right. that's that. That's the simplicity of it. Like that's you know, it's kind of like, well, yeah, and it's kind of like, well, if you ha if you if if you're trying to if you have a goal or something, and it just it's it's just you you can't get there, or you just don't feel fired up, or you just can't get any motivation build up. Also, it could be like, well, is it the is it the right decision at all? Is it going in an actual actual opposite direction that you really want? And yeah, and seriously, and I, I think, and I think I've met a lot of people, but it's kind of like, yeah, there are people who literally from, you know, probably a very young age, they've abandoned what actually excites them in life. And they've gone on what other people have said they should be. And then they just live this miserable life, you know, <laughs> yeah. this sort of a thing. And they're just like, oh my God, life is hard, isn't it? It's like, no, it's actually fucking awesome. But you got to just, you got to just remember, hey, what is it that you actually came here to do? What is this thing? Yeah, and align it to that. And suddenly life can take off the next day, the next day. And you, you, you feel this energy and this vigoration, invigoration. And it's like, it can happen extremely fucking fast. Like I, I surpri I've surprised myself sometimes. It's like I feel shit, you know, in the past. It's kind of, oh, no, no, no. And then I just realize, <laughs> holy crap, you know? Or, you know, I, I just sit down or I just look at something. It's kind of like, well, oh, well, I feel shit. Well, let's just let's just turn on a film or something like that. Something that I vaguely remember I like. And then it's kind of like <laughs> you can get it, it. And it's just kind of like, well, it just re-sparks you. It's like, oh, hey, hey, life's <laughs> worth living again because this shit exists. You know, and I, I, yeah. I remember I want to create that again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That, that's what I'd say. It's kind of like everyone's got something that excites them and genuinely interests them. You know, mm. it's got to be something they I've, I've preached. I've talked about this in the past. I can't remember, but it's kind of like, it's got to be something that you really genuinely honest to God, to your own truthfulness, you enjoy, you get excitement out of and align everything that, that you have to do in this life to that. And it will become far easier and you'll enjoy it more and all this kind of stuff. But as soon as you stray from that, and I don't know, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. It's like, I'm quite sensitive that, to that myself because literally if I feel I've lost that for a few days or a week, I would just see myself. Brrr. So you've got to like stay focused on this thing. 
and keep track of what that thing is and just like keep the flame going because otherwise it's like dude yeah like there's a lot of you know bad things that can happen in life but it's kind of like well why are you here at all why what why shouldn't you just commit suicide tomorrow no because hey there's there's cool things that i can create and that i actually enjoy and there's there's lots of awesome people out there who i could create it with and there's there's an endless possibility of new things that can be created blah blah blah, blah. that's the mm. thing of it does it rub off onto you the fact that when you're working with more and more successful people are you sort of picking up little bits off them not necessarily Actually, facts but sort of their energy as it were oh yeah 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 the more people you meet it's kind of like yeah you you, you keep learning you keep learning like i yeah and it's it's like anything even with photography filmmaking i'm not the best photographer or the best filmmaker no way like there's all i can always improve mm. and it's kind of like and and not just in those fields but in life and it's kind of like you know you you meet really successful people and it's kind of like well what are you doing that kind of seems to work and why are you you know got that confidence about you and why i'd like a bit more of that sometimes mm. and yeah no no you you life you keep learning all the time so you you always add to it there's yeah and it's kind of like it's kind of interesting but it's kind of like life itself it's like it's a continuous journey towards a goal and actually, when you achieve, that's probably the thing that you were mentioning before, this midlife crisis stuff, I don't know, you lose this thing, it's probably because kids grow up and they're like, okay, the purpose of life is to have a house, have a car, have a wife and kids. And then usually by about 40, they have all those things. And then suddenly the life falls apart. Well, all you need is another goal. All you need is another thing to keep going. Because actually, you know, it's kind of like, well, okay, good, you achieve your goal, the movie's ended. The movie's ended. Mm. you know it's like, like you relate it to films it's kind of like we watch a film because we want to see the struggles and the and it that's interesting you know like the, the adventure towards the goal when 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 frodo finally throws the ring into the into the freaking volcano and the movie's <laughs> over and everyone's happy and the grass is green again it's kind of like well this is boring fuck all this shit i'm going somewhere else yeah. it's, it, life is exactly the same as a movie actually well not exactly the same but a lot of things can be related to it yeah yeah okay is that yeah. going to be so the next thing out of your creative font, as it were? Are we going to see a full-length film? Yes, in the future, absolutely. A feature-length, yes. I'm mid-editing I'm mid my third short film at the moment, but it's kind of like I'm using these short films as further practice to kind of like, I, even in this latest film, it's kind of like I realise there are areas that's kind of, oh, shit, I could have done that better. And, of course, because I still have yet to go to a photography or filmmaking course, you know, I'm still, I'm, I use these personal projects to teach myself more and yeah. realize what I'm lacking in so I can improve on that further. And then it's kind of like, uh, yeah, the plan is I just make more short films until I feel, okay, good. I know enough about everything. Now I'm going to dive in and make a feature and really tell a story how I want to. And it will be like, you know, more smooth and streamlined because I've ironed out all the bugs by all these earlier practices sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. That would be, uh, to me, that would be exciting. Um, However, could, could I, because it was, it was a thing I wanted to do when I was younger. I got into doing performing arts. I wanted to act. But then yeah. upon... Oh, my God. Upon the, you should act upon, still. Well, upon treading the boards, it was discovered that I had inadequate memory. 
<laughs> so I, couldn't, I couldn't learn a line. So I had to develop the skill of improv. It's, it's the oh, only wow. thing I can really do, because even if you gave me a piece of paper with three words on it, you can guarantee when I step on stage, it will come out in a different order. So yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine I know, improvisation is, is the way I've, I've had to do. And I, I liked video because I can always reshoot it. Whereas if you're live oh, on stage, it's like, oh, uh, I've, I've buggered that up. Um, okay. So, yeah, I loved the fact of doing video. And I did start doing videos, but I went down the corporate way. And that was just... Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've done that too. Absolutely. I, I started out doing a lot of corporate videos and then, but in the last few years, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I especially when I came to the UK, it's like, I want to do more creative things because again, that's more aligned to yeah. where I really want to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I would, I'd love to do, love to have done a film. Um, but the weird thing is I couldn't decide what aspect to do as mm. in, I like writing. So mm. should I do some writing? But I like music, but I'm not, I'm not a good musician, but I love creating music. I've got loads of music equipment. I could create music. Problem is, I, I wasted all these years procrastinating on what to do. I never did any of it. I never finished any of it. So if you're a filmmaker, are you going to put together a team or are you just going to do it all yourself? Oh, well, I've learned from experience now. At first, I was like, uh, well, years ago, I, I would look at the behind the scenes of how they make movies. And I'm like, wow, they have like hundreds of people. It's super expensive. It's kind of like, well, I could do that all myself. Now experience <laughs> has taught me, experience has taught me the usefulness of all those different posts and hats that you have. Yeah. And it's like, I now, I now understand it and appreciate it more. And it's kind of like, yes, you do need a group. It gets the job done faster, all this kind of stuff. So, it, you know, you balance out what's, what's the greatest good out of it. It's kind of like, yes, working with other people helps the thing go much better. I've learned that from my own experience. At first, I didn't believe it. And it's just mm. kind of like, dude, like it cost, spent a hundred million to make this film. Dude, just give me a camera. I'll go, I'll go in the backyard and make it right now. It's kind of like, yeah. dude, just give me. Just put it on YouTube. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I, I really look forward to that. So where can people find your, your course, your enlightenment and those free little videos that you do? Because uh, I have seen a few of those and they are brilliant. And I don't know, have you put your show, do you call them show reels? You know, your short films, are they available to view anywhere? Yeah, um, so probably the a, a good general look at most of what I do is on my website, which is just my name, lukeairs.work. The extension is work. It was okay. originally .com.au because I was in Australia. Then yeah. I came to the UK and I wanted to have it a more international ending. So I just did .work, which is sort of strange and unusual, not even a .com, but .work. Well, um, that's got a good... Wonderful. <laughs> because I work hard. I work hard at my job. Good. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, that has a bit of everything that I've done, including links to the online course, uh, my YouTube tutorials. Everything's on there. Basically, you can go. That's the simplest way. Then there's my YouTube channel, which is just YouTube slash Luke Ayres. Again, my name. And, and then the course, the course is just called the photography course. I was right. amazed no one had taken that name. You're, you're shitting me. That, that name was available. Probably because they don't use the word the at the start. I, it's called the photography course. Well, that makes okay. more sense to me. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't, why wouldn't you use the? Because that's... Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but right now it's got... Um, uh, yeah, like it's called the photography course uh, dot... It's, it's on a platform called Thinkific. Oh, think, yes. Yeah, think.i.ific. Uh, think 
ific.com at the moment. Um, that's the website, but yeah, there's links to that from my yeah. YouTube channel and my website, blah, blah, blah. But that's the course. And, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, on Facebook, you know, you get the little top page thing where you get people's stories, little short stories. Whenever yeah, you yeah. come up with your short story, short, short story, I can't say it, I'm getting my tongue in a twist. Uh, Whenever your short story comes up, immediately after it, as you swipe to the right, there's always a photography yeah. course. So there's something in your description on Facebook that they're like, oh, right, well, do some photography course marketing immediately after that photographer bloke. So I just thought I'd let you know that. Maybe you should contact really? Facebook and go, boy. <laughs> oh, that comes up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's always this um, Cockney bloke. He seems, he's always pictures of famous people. I'll send you a screenshot of it. Next yeah, time send me it. that. I'm interested to see that. Okay, fine. Jesus. Yeah, that's how someone Facebook. else after me. Jeez. Yeah, but at least you're ahead of them. That's the main thing to be, isn't it? Uh, I think there was some famous guy that said, whenever they're doing a team photo, he always stands on the right. So when people look at the photo, his name gets mentioned first because he's on the left. So nice. you're, you're always in the right way psychology there. So that's good. Good. Right. Good. Well, in regards to myself, uh, obviously people know where to find me. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening. So there's no point in me telling you where to find me because you found me. Well done. Uh, that's Father Finney's congregation. I'm at fatherfinney.com and all the usual suspects at uh, YouTube, Spotify, and numerous other amounts of broadcast platforms that I've never heard of. So I'm not going to go into that. I don't even know who the hell listens to them, but they do exist. And... Um, well, Luke, thank you for, for joining us today. And I would like to say, if there is anything more you'd like to teach the world, let me know and uh, we can have a debate. Anything you want to teach me, maybe we can do it on air. I don't know. Could you teach photography by audio? Mm, that would be interesting. Yeah, probably could. <laughs> my, my, my voice is loud enough sometimes. <laughs> that would be a fun episode, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I say from my point of view, you might be thinking that sounds boring as shit. I'm not interested in doing that. Well, all right. Think I've thought of it. All right. Yes. Well, thank you for joining me, and uh, to the audience, podcast away. <laughs>